Hi, it's Dwyer. Gamblersadvisory.com, a free site. Bettingangle.us, a free site. Today is June the 28th, 2022. Let's talk boxing. But first remember, the opinion you should follow should be your own. Just consider this video to be a second opinion from a complete stranger online. Now, the bet I like in the Baturbiev Anthony Yard fight is the same bet as in the Joe Smith fight. Understand, the fighter you think is going to do well could lose, but the idea behind the bet could win. Right? In fact, the bet could win. And that bet is to take the underdog, and I believe that underdog's going to be Anthony Yard. I noticed this fight is not yet posted on oddschecker.com. I can't find the odds for this fight anywhere on June 28, 2022. But I'm expecting Anthony Yard to be at least a 3-1 to one underdog right? At least a three-to-one underdog. So the bet I like is to take Yard to win. Let me point out, too, that Yard did go 12 rounds against Lyndon Arthur their first fight, right? Yard has actually shown the ability to go deep in fights, to go a full 12. It's to take Yard to win because I believe this is a competitive fight. Both of these guys have one-punch knockout power. Now, what I'm hoping is that the casino makes a mistake, like it did in the Joe Smith fight, and makes the over-under too high, right? If that over-under is eight and a half rounds, then I like the under. Because, understand, Baturbiev has a 100% KO ratio. So what I'm hoping to get is a high over-under coupled with the underdog at long odds, right? I believe Baturbiev is more advanced than Anthony Yard. I expect Baturbiev to win the fight, but quite frankly, that's beside the point. I'll be happy if Yard wins the fight, as long as he does it inside of the over-under. In fact, the yard play, I don't even need that over-under, right? Because I'm getting leverage simply taking yard to win. Now let's talk about the fight just logistically. Let me openly admit that boxing is a humbling sport. Boxing is a learning experience. All of us are on the learning curve. I can tell you that had I been advising Joe Smith going into the last fight, I would have made the same mistakes that his team did. Joe Smith comes in. Smith, by the way, is underrated. He was underrated going into the Baturbia fight. I suspect because of the Baturbia fight, Smith is going to be even more underrated. I'm just telling you my opinion. Right, So when I see Smith in there with someone other than Bevel, who he lost to, and Baturbiev, who he lost to, right, and if I'm getting long odds on Joe Smith, Joe Smith is going to be the side of the ledger for me. 
right now. Let's just talk about it. I would have told Joe Smith going into that Baturbia fight to keep Baturbia busy, to try to tilt Baturbia onto his back foot, to come forward behind a jab, right? To make Baturbia defensive. Well, what I have come to learn looking at Baturbiev is that there's far more here than meets the eye, right? I was wrong about parts of his game. First off, Baturbiev is an accomplished counterpuncher. Let's coin a new phrase here. He's a counter hooker. The guy can hit you with hard shots as counters. He's trying to hurt you with the counter. But just understand, this is a guy who has great timing. Right? The great Ray Robinson once said that boxing is really all about rhythm. Right? I can tell Baturbiev is an excellent dancer. He has great rhythm. He's going to counter you with power shots. Against Joe Smith, it was counter hooks. Understand, too, where he wants to land his counters. He wants to hit you on the side of the head. He's not so much aiming for the temple as he's aiming for right here above your ear. He's banking on the referee not calling shots that hit you right around here as rabbit punches. His goal is to mess up your equilibrium. That's exactly what he did to Joe Smith. Right? Most of the shots the Joe Smith fight is a right hook fest from Baturbiev. Right? Baturbiev's goal was to hit Smith here. The other problem with Baturbiev fighting him is he's two-handed and he's adaptive-reactive. By that I mean I'm not even sure if when the Joe Smith fight starts, Baturbiev intends to be right hook heavy. I know he has a fetish for hitting you right above the ear. I've seen that in too many fights. But I get the feeling that Baturbiev, who throws an excellent uppercut, who has a left hand, he could throw left hooks. I believe that Baturbiev sees what's open and then walks in that door. In other words, this is a guy who has tools, right? He can also throw very short straight punches. This is a guy who has tools. He has options. Depending on what you leave open, that's what he's going to exploit. So you're talking about someone who's highly skilled. It's a mistake to think he's just a front foot slugger.
So what I believe a fighter has to do, and this is an option fighters have in every fight, is to rather than focus on their activity, right, rather than come in with a jab to back Baturbia up, since you're dealing with an accomplished counterpuncher, what you have to do is dispense with the jab. Don't throw it. Rather, you need to park your hand by the side of your head. You need to cover up the area right above your ear that this guy wants to hit. I know it's counterintuitive, but understand, you can keep a guy busy without throwing the jab. Keep him busy with feints. In other words, look at some Roy Jones films of prime Roy Jones, where Roy Jones will bend his knees, do foot feints, right? Jones would bend his knees to fake like he's going to come in. And you don't know whether he's coming in or not. What you want to do is to counter the counterpuncher. In other words, convince him that you're coming in with shots, without throwing shots, without moving your defense, so that he throws a punch. And when he throws a punch, you're the one with the opportunity to counter him. Right? You cannot lead on Arthur Perturbiev. Right? You certainly can't do that in a lazy manner. The guy is going to counter whatever you throw. Let me also say, too, because Perturbiev is two-handed, <clears throat> you have to pick a hand to stop. Right? You have to know, going in, you have to have a default hand that you're going to stop. Now, let's get even more advanced than that. In other words, you have to come in and you have to say, okay, look, if I'm confused, if this guy's coming in and suddenly I realize I'm dealing with a two-handed opponent, right, a guy who's square to me, Right? To be two-handed, Paterbiev isn't giving you a side view, holding one hand back. No, he's hiding his dominant hand, so he's parallel to you. It's a bit astonishing he gets as much leverage as he does. So let's get advanced. Let's hop in the ring here with Crawford, Fury, Loma. Right, the hand you have to pick to block if you're adaptive reactive in the moment, if you yourself are going to switch up your strategy based on what Baturbiev is doing, the hand you have to block is the one he has leverage on. So let's paint a scenario here. And let me point out too, I've never been a boxing trainer. 
right? I'm just a guy betting on boxing. So put this video in the right perspective. I'm just telling you what I'm looking for. So if Baturbiev is moving laterally, as he did in the early part of the first round against Joe Smith, let me point out, too, that when you see moments like that, then you know the fighter has that in his tool box. When you see Baturbiev moving laterally, then throwing heavy counters off the movement, understand that Baturbiev can do that. Right? Just like if you're in the batter's box and the guy throws a 100-mile-an-hour fastball, you understand. That's part of his repertoire. Right? Whether you see that fastball again is irrelevant. You know the guy can throw it. Well, we now know, off the beginning of the Joe Smith fight, that Baturbiev can actually move laterally. Baturbiev has legs. So... If Baturbiev is coming at you from your right to left, as he did in the Joe Smith fight, in other words, he's moving, Baturbiev comes in, right, right to left, understand that he has no leverage at that moment on his left hand. So in that situation, just doing an autopsy on the Joe Smith fight, what Joe Smith should have done, and hindsight's 100%. In the moment, I would have made the same mistakes Joe Smith made. But what Joe Smith should have done, and this should have been a constant adjustment based on Baturbiev's movement, is as Baturbiev is coming from Relative to Joe Smith, Joe Smith's right to Joe Smith's left. Joe Smith should have kept this hand up. Because if Baturbiev is moving this way, he can't throw his right, excuse me, his left with any kind of power. Because he's moving away from it. Right? So you understand, Baturbiev's moving this way. He's going to throw a right hand. The only question is, is it going to be straight or is it a hook? So in a situation where you're in with a two-handed guy who's moving laterally, who's not moving in a circle and herky-jerky, is you need to just say, okay, when he's on my left side, <clears throat> excuse me, when he's on my right side and he's moving to my left, and I have to pick a hand to block. I got to park my left hand on the side of my face. Right? I need a hand between me and him. Not only that, I have to be prepared, based on his movement, to throw my right hand. Maybe to his body. Some of these moves have to be pre-programmed because in the fight, it's too stressful. The fight happens too fast to be thinking it through in the fight unless you're Lomachenko and you're predisposed to do that because that's how you're wired. So what Anthony Yard's going to have to do is Yard is going to have to be prepared to defend against one of Baturbia's hands 
He has to reduce Viterbiev's offense by 50% at least. And I believe he has to do that based on movement. Right? Viterbiev surprised me with his movement, but he's not Ali. Right? He's not jumping around the ring and mixing it up where he looks like he's coming from your right to your left, but oh, he he's moving backwards all of a sudden, right? What Yard has to do in that situation is have a hand up. It should be on the side of his head. Let me go one step further. You know, I like guys who are hard to find in the ring. Guys who can bend at the waist, right? Guys who can be in front of you, but you can't really find their upper body because the guy has that upper body on a swivel. But Tarbiev uses that against you. What I want people to do is to revisit the last sequence in the Joe Smith fight. But Tarbiev shows you his uppercut. He shows you his balance, right? He throws back-to-back uppercuts with different hands, right? This guy, the water is deep. He has a lot of levels to his game, right? He's the fastball pitcher who can locate the fastball. And, oh, here's a surprise. He has a curveball. He has a changeup. And he can locate both, right? Paterbiev has a lot going on. So understand, it's a mistake. You have your hand up. I know it's going to look awkward. It's against boxing orthodoxy. But you're facing a specific opponent. You cannot lean in the pocket against Arthur Paterbiev. He's going to hit you with an uppercut. If you're going to lean forward, you need to be mindful of that uppercut. So here's where you might want to look at Evander Holofield films. Evander would have a hand up at the side of his head, depending on the opponent. Then he'd have what I call an arm bar. Right, look at Evander against Mike Tyson. Right, this hand is to take away the right hook. This hand is to take away the uppercut. Understand the real secret to Holofield were his legs. Holofield could actually move around. Right, he could move around. You need to be mindful of Baturbiev's uppercut if you're not a fighter who can put an arm bar in place, who can guard against not just the hook, but the uppercut. This is when Baturbiev is coming from your right to your left. Then you need to stay straight, right? Stand up, which is going to affect your leverage. But you cannot linger in the pocket if you're actually exchanging. 
So Anthony Yard has his hands full. If he's going to be deep in the pocket, then he needs to grapple. Right? Best case. Best case. Would be that Yard focuses on reading Baturbiev's movement. Because even though Baturbiev showed a lot of lateral movement, at the beginning of the Joe Smith fight, that was new. Right? Baturbiev normally doesn't move that much. Baturbiev needs to pick a hand. He needs to park. Be prepared. And it's easier said than done because holding a hand by the side of your head is tiring. Right? You're working muscles. You're taking this hand out of your offense. But Yard, who himself is not much of a mover. I know he tried to be against Kovalev. Disastrous results. He tried to be against Lyndon Arthur in the first fight. He thought he was winning the fight. He lost that fight by decision. Yard is not much of a mover. So what Yard has to do is to focus on body and foot feints. Right again, old Roy Jones films where you're there and you're just, you know, pretending to be coming in. He needs to keep a hand parked, give Baturbiev little to counter. He needs to try to counter Baturbiev. He needs to read Baturbiev's movement. Figure out where Baturbiev doesn't have leverage. Pick his spots. Realize that Baturbiev, from a boxing purist standpoint, is too parallel to him. And then to try to pot shot Baturbiev. Right? Yard hits hard enough where he can do that. Yard needs to also consider the idea that Baturbiev, despite the Joe Smith fight, is historically a slow starter, and that Baturbiev has never gone the distance professionally. This might be the fight where an opponent is overly defensive, with the idea that the guy he's fighting is now in his later 30s, without experience in much experience in the later rounds. Right? So, Yard has to brace himself for the booze. He wants to be low volume for at least the first four or five rounds. If he can find a way to nick the first couple of rounds, given that Perturbiev is a slow starter, right? Hide his hands, uh, you know, not show Baturbiev a lot, that might slow Baturbiev down. With the idea of taking this into the later rounds and trying to make age an issue, not opening up until the second half of the fight. Strategically, that might be an option Anthony Yard wants to consider. Right? In any event, Betting-wise, I'm looking for leverage in this fight. I'm assuming there's going to be a stoppage. I'm assuming both of these guys are simply too heavy-handed. I know Baturbiev is a technician. 
I know Baturbiev wants to hit you on the side of the head. I know Baturbiev can also straighten his punches and throw short punches. Right? I also know Yard hits extremely hard and won't have the problem dealing with the guy's jab that he had in the Kovalev fight and the first Lyndon Arthur fight. Right? So if I'm Yard, I make this fight ugly, I am overly defensive. Early in the fight, I'm reading Baturbiev's movement. I'm trying to land home run shots. Right? I'm not trying to be high volume and hyper aggressive because Paterio is actually a technician who will try to make Yard pay for that. If I'm Yard too, what I might want to do, given the mythology that has developed around Baturbiev's punching power, just read the comments to the Baturbiev Joe Smith videos uh, here online. You know, I might want to find a way to clinch Baturbiev early. Figure out a way where I can clinch Baturbiev on demand just to throw him off his rhythm, but also to feel his power. How strong is this guy's core really? Right? If you have a hard time in a clinch with Baturbiev, moving him around, then you'll know you'll need to stay away from him that much longer before being aggressive in the second half of the fight. Since I'm looking for leverage, the bet I like here is Yard simply to win because I'm expecting to get huge leverage there. I believe Yard needs to take this fight into the later rounds, right? Have a guy in his late 30s feel like he's in his late 30s, right? I'll hedge the play with the under if the casino, because of the Joe Smith fight ending early, and because of the trend, right? Um, we've seen three and a half round over-unders in some fights. If the casino goes there and gives us a ridiculous over-under, four and a half rounds or something like that, even though Yard has a chin, right? Then in that case, I might have to buy rounds. In other words, um, Take the under, let's say hypothetically, the casino says over under a four and a half rounds. There I would take the under four and a half rounds. Folks, these are blessed punchers. But then I would buy Baturbiev in rounds four through six, and I might even buy round seven separately. Right? Um, simply that I have Baturbiev for at least past the halfway point of the fight, right? Up to eight rounds. Maybe you could buy Baturbiev rounds four through six and rounds seven through nine. That's the way I would play a low over um, under. I'd take the under and then I would buy a series of three rounds apiece on Baturbiev since I'm already getting leverage on the yard side of the play. But understand the risk involved. If Baturbiev wins the fight, 
in the later rounds, makes it to the later rounds and wins the fight in the later rounds. Ruth Paterbiev wins by decision. You lose it all. That's how I see it. Let me hear from you. I hope you leave your comments in the comment section of this YouTube video. Thanks for stopping by.